You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest, and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Darkness. Coldness. Silence that is broken only by the muffled sounds of breathing. Dawn breaks, slowly, as Hutton Orbital's rotational drift allows sunlight to creep through the high windows. Shadows that look almost alive crawl across the walls, making fearsome shapes as they inch towards the far side. Mist rises from the condensation and drifts across the room. In the dim light, we can now see nervous figures grasping their weapons. I did tell you it was cold. Looking towards their leader, anxiously awaiting the signal. After what seems an eternity, there's a nod from a shadowy figure standing far from the boarding ramps, protected by a pane of glass. The leader prepares to blow his whistle, then realises he's left it back in the officer's mess. And so, he uses four simple words to tell everyone to go over the top. Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers everywhere, and welcome once again to Hutton Orbital Live. I'm Dick Chiefing. I'm Rudolf Hucker. Hey, hang on, hang on. Both of us on one show. I <laughs> can't be right. Well, it's been a while, but joining us in the studio, we have Harry Balzac and Norma Snockers, who always sound suspiciously like Flossie, plus special guest Amelia Hawke and maybe even Colin Allcars. Um, where's Lou? He's enjoying some bell ringing. <laughs> bell ringing? That. Poor man. Ow! Can I have a go? Be my guest. I could get used to this game. What was that for? Well, you're sitting in low seat, and if the cat fits. Yes, we found the frying pan. No idea where I lost it last week. Right, it's time for the headlines. Rampage in hospital leaves Nurse Wyeth red-faced. Kazi tries to feed earworm mods attack. Punch drunk, drink punch in Piwaf Gaff. Ice cold in Avic as Havago Hutton gets dangerous. HS5060 has Thargoids on the brain, and Falco has Thuckers off the starboard bow. Colin attempts to unravel the hot pit report. Flossie's initiative in Tiny Totalizer totting up. Who wrote this order, you bugger?
first tonight, further to our report on the damage caused by 2-1 Commander Rampage of Team Hotbox in the No Holds Barred Zero-G Mixed Martial Arts Tournament versus the Girl Scouts of Ant-Man and Star, we have an update on his ongoing condition. Having overextended, overexerted and outdone himself striking the approved hot ninja pose, plus extensive use of uh, groin stomping in the previous round by one Master Ken, Rampage was left in the sore and sorry situation of needing the ministrations of Nurse Wyeth. Booked in for major reconstructive surgery this week, Rampage duly presented himself at the infirmary whereupon he was sent packing with a what the foundest world is that thing, put it away. Undeterred, Rampage resigned himself to finding someone who could assist with his tricky interdiction and decided to avail himself of the engineering services of Zachariah at Captain Nemo's party base and, at least in the underpants department, go the full cyborg. Unfortunately, due to a faulty cybernetic implant and Rampage's karate, G-inspired flight suit and Captain Nemo's rampant digital dyslexia, the request for a marital upgrade to his undercarriage was substituted for something with the I and the T entirely the other way round. Well, let's just have a look and see, does that Oh. 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 He awoke from the initial surgery with a new accessory port that any multi-two owner would be proud of. The bayonet fitting, more on this later, came fully equipped with cubicle 3 cleaning hose, industrial combat torch, power tool attachment, blowtorch, Wanda's latest Ladytron 3000 at the request of Mrs Rampage, who keeps that particular piece of equipment locked in a cupboard for special occasions, mostly her birthday, and of course at the ever-practical Rampage's request, a pachyderm-inspired prehensile proboscis. One would think that being able to shout to just put a drill bit on the end and I could go through walls would be everyone's idea of a good joke, but it very soon became apparent that these things were about to go very, very wrong. Listed as follows. 1. Walking around in a cocky fashion with the ribbed hoover hose lobbed over one shoulder gets you arrested. 2. Installing a torch that would rival the Lighthouse of Alexandria meant he could only lie on his back, flashing passers-by and being fined for not having planning permission for something of that size. 3. After trying to screw a picture up, he discovered that in zero-g and with the stubborn plasteel walls, spinning around at speed with your groin attached to a wall makes you vomit. 4. He threw his back out doing a salsa to cut through one particularly stubborn bulkhead. Five. Due to a failure to update the positional programming for the prehensile accessory while standing at the bar drinking from two mugs at once, the ever-helpful extra limb assisted him with the snacks, which involved grabbing a pig of doom naga pork scratching and stuffing it up as Jaxie. The scream could be heard from two systems away. Mrs. Rampage is said to be pleased with the final accessory, though she'd prefer it if the bayonet fitting meant it didn't fall off every time they attempted the zero-g downward dog. He has represented himself to the engineer and asked very nicely if he could have his old junk back. What was initially thought to be another instance of the dreaded Mr. Dusty virus striking Hutton ships has turned out to be a menace of an entirely different variety. 
Whilst the lads continued to chuck us holidaying on Sol last week, Commander Cassio Online, one of the few left holding the force in Hutton Space, had a rapid, unscheduled ship-to-station docking incident of the expensive variety. Twice. Initially, this was blamed on a docking computer, being unable to cope with the high level of engine engineering on the vessel. But following extensive study of video and audio flight logs, crash scene investigators have ruled out digital causes and are instead focusing on the odd pattern of head bobbing, foot tapping and what can only be described as strange dance moves coming from the cockpit. It turns out that both incidents, a certain theme tune attributed to a Commander Flossie was being played. Flossie's theme, as with Crockett's theme by Anne Hammer in the 80s, that's the 1980s, is a catchy, popular tune which has spent many a week at the top of the Galactic Hit Parade. Study of Cassio Online's latest post-crash medical report has indicated that the pilot is indeed suffering from earworms, brought about by an acute case of music-induced mods. Earworms have a nasty habit of boring into the brain of any commander not protected by a Hutton mug, making their home in the prefrontal cortex. This brain region has been implicated in planning complex cognitive behaviour personality expression, decision-making and moderating social behaviour. Which explains the uncontrollable dancing, failure to engage the docking computer and accidental mashing of the throttle into full speed ahead. The pilot is held entirely blameless at this stage and lawyers have been engaged to see whether there is a case against the Hutton orbital performers and Flossie herself. In the meantime, a public health warning has been issued that listening to this show may have side effects and it should be approached with caution, or at least a mug in each hand. Stay away from the pigs of doom, though. Flossie has been unavailable for comment. Commander Sally the Wiffwaff Pwaff MM of the Pilots Federation was involved in her own personal rampage this week after one meeting ended up with a perforated office wall, sparks, a small fire and a full-scale evacuation of Jameson Memorial. Whilst demonstrating her latest handheld rotary multi-cannon, complete with brrrt noises, to the Space Legs and Ship Boarding Planning Committee, her enthusiasm rather got the better of her, and the arm waving led to knocking over rather a large carafe of wine. The wine, said to have been confiscated from the Don's private stock, spilled on the impressively dangerous-looking personal attack cannon, which promptly caused the trigger to engage. Leaping into action, the presenter, no stranger to danger, grabbed the minigun which, still firing superheated rounds at many thousand per minute, chewed its way through the wall of the room, then the station controller's desk, a rather expensive painting on the wall behind, the light fitting, the crew quarters on the other side of the station, and a passing Type 10, who of course promptly posted on the forums about griefers near Founders World. It only came to a stop once the ammunition rack had run out and it's only by sheer good luck that no one was injured. 
An investigation has been launched as to why the demonstration weapon was loaded, why no one thought to waterproof it, especially with all those water worlds out there, plus the changeable weather on Earth-likes, and whether that much firepower is too much for one commander. Dangerous Dav Stott of the Pilots' Federation swiftly knocked up a full MacGyver from some bulldog clips on the desk, a paperweight and some gaffer tape, and converted the weapon to a handheld, counterweighted gimbal affair complete with safety catch. The Don isn't impressed about the loss of his wine, though. The Apology Officer had this to say. At an orbital radio. We apologise for the earworms, but it's their mating season and they have to do the nasty somewhere. For months, Hutton Space has been a peaceful place. Other than the rather pointy Thargoid interactions by Haxwing, pilots have been able to put away their beam lasers, park their pulses and pawn their plasma cannons in favour of system scanners, cargo racks and mining equipment. This is all set to change this week, as Hutton's hot pit team and custodians have dusted off the bugle and issued a clarion call to all pilots to uncrate their crates, dust off their corvettes and unstop their guns. Yes, it's time to go to war. First unto the breach is our very own Commander Taran and his one-pilot Uber deathboat, followed by a ragtag fleet of just about anything you can stick a gun to. Yes, Alvin has declared that it's time to avit in AVIC and he wants us all to be enjoying a cold beer in the bar by this time next week. This is a warning to all pirates. Pilots, there isn't a large pad to be seen anywhere in the system, so your uber monster mega-sized death boats might have to be swapped for an entirely more nimble crate or that ever-popular trucker tool, the python. Luckily for us, Atrus has news from the Eagle Eye that should buy us some free time. And he'll be waking up any moment now. Sorry. Sorry, I was just putting... <laughs> no, it wasn't. Good evening, trackers. Atrus5060 reporting in once more with the latest intel from Canon Research on the Thargoids. In an interesting turn of events, it seems that the Thargoids have just vanished. Vamoshed. Poof. Disappeared. They've gone nowhere to be seen. Systems that were under dreadful incursion this morning have reported the sudden disappearance of the bugs, as well as the Eagle Eye Network being unable to detect any Thargoid activity. Rumours and theories are flying about everywhere on the Genesis, with those lovely boffins running all sorts of tests trying to figure out where they've gone. Local reports from Alpha Centauri report seeing the Thargoids entering the system and then jumping gaily towards Lave, where the annual Pilots Federation gathering commonly known as LaveCon was held this past weekend. Some believe they were heading there to wipe out the mighty Hackswing, who were in attendance in great numbers. However, it would seem that they got the date wrong and that local authorities on Lave have arrested them at this week's conference hosted by the Bank of Zions. Normally, their disguised as peace truckers would have gone unnoticed, but in a rather interesting seminar on intra-company financing and tax, they stood out like a sore thumb. It was lucky that they missed it since Hackswing were busy sewing off their bug-killing prowess with Commander Deadmeat GF, 
setting a new galactic record in the 20th century video game known as Arcadians. They must have been quaking in their boots. Between that and Commander Lydia of the Void accepting her reward for 10,000 Thargoids killed, I think they're just terrified of truckers and have gone to hide. Another theory supported by the Boffins is that the Thargoids have infiltrated the set of Hollow Program Love Planet, where they are pretending to be human, just like the rest of the contestants. Use some breath freshener on their mandibles and just got sick. With it unclear on what to do at the moment, truckers, well, perhaps Commander Focal took her some ideas on what Hackswing can get up to this week. Incoming message from Hackscom. Okay, truckers, before we get started on the briefing, we have to congratulate Commander Lydia of the Void, the first Hackswing pilot to reach 10,000 confirmed Thargoid kills. Way to go, Commander, and thank you for defending the mug. Now, as you heard from Atris 5060, Tharg has up and disappeared this week. We don't know what he's up to, but he left a mess to clean up. All of the infested systems suffered attacks, and each has a burning station with civilians to evacuate. If you are an evac pilot, the two closest stations to us are Grey Bryn in Tian Mu and Copernicus City in Konganchu. Want to help Operation I to fix a station? They are currently hauling supplies to England Hub and Jatea. Enjoy your week off from combat operations, Hackswing, but don't get complacent. Tharg must be planning something new. Keep your eyes on the signal sources and defend the mug. And Axcom transmission. Defend the mug. Good evening, Colin Allcars here with the, uh, the report from the Hot Pit office. And it's all about AVIC tonight. Harry has already reported on the developing situation in this tiny system. We now have the very latest information from the Hot Pit desk. Please be warned that as well as not being able to accommodate Commander Tarrant's personal corvette, or any other large ships for that matter, repair services are out of action in the system's only station, Bruce Prospect. What can be found are combat zones, and they are alive and they are bitey. And truckers, this is where Alvin needs you. Yes, you. So as far, uh, so far, sorry, we have low and medium intensity combat zones to get your multi cannons into. So wing up, and good luck. Elsewhere in the bubble, Alvin's soaring popularity means we are riding high in Wise 08550714, LP245-10. LP525-39 and Van Marn and Star. Alvin's personal assistant, Commander Snoz, has issued very strict instructions that Alvin is not to expand yet again. If Pew Pew and Avic is not your cup of megagen, then you can help restore Alvin's modesty by working for other factions in those systems. And if you simply can't bring yourself to work for anyone else, then our influence in Ross 671 could use a boost. As we're in boom there, trading commodities has doubled the normal effect. Meanwhile, here's the latest telex from King Hanky in Colonia. The system statuses are We are in boom in EOL Procol Centauri and up 10.1% at 50.2. We are in boom and outbreak states in Deriso uh, and down 6.8% at 33.1. We are intestate in tier i.e. we're not in any state at all, and we're up 1.3% at 16.6%. His specific instructions are, 
work in tier only please missions and passages in tier only exploration can be cashed at tier and it's dola depot only because uh, that's the only one the hot coal owns there i believe uh, bounty hunt in eol proper centauri or doriso and then hand in at tier hanky thanks you for the great work and asks if you have any queries regarding data drops then please do contact him now over to norma for news of the interstellar community initiative gold thingies This week, there is not one, but three community goals as part of the current interstellar initiative, the Enclave, as the Alliance, Federation and Empire are all seeking a presence in the Witch Head Nebula. More later. Meanwhile, in a small booth in the local bar at Hutton Orbital, two truckers are having a conversation. Yeah, you know something, mate. Well, I know lots of things. Yeah, I know you do. But I sometimes think, right, what's it all for? Well, what do you mean? That's a bit deep, in it? Nah, no, I mean, like, why are we here? Well, you know, when a bloke likes a bird, right, and they do the thing, yeah? Yeah, get your mind out of the gutter, you dirty old trucker. We're sitting here, nearly two hours away from the nav beacon, and we do this week in, week out. We was here last week, we was here the week before, we'll be bloody back here next week, so why are we here? Well, we're here for the mug, ain't we? Yeah, but what does that mean, for the mug? It means we're here for the mug, you filthy trucker. But I've already got a mug, ain't I? Actually, I've got two, one for each end. So how'd you fly a ship, then? Clever dick, ain't I? <laughs> you filthy trucker. You utton trucking, filthy mother trucker. Yeah, but before for the mug, why did anyone come to Utton? Well, probably because they weren't paying attention. Some federal type probably said to some newbie, Here, mate, just pop this gold over to Utton Orbital, will you? Filthy trucker. Well, they are those feds, aren't they? So what you're saying is... That Utton's a bad joke. Well, it's an old joke. I flew all the way to Utton, and all I got was this mug. So that's the joke, isn't it? So what's so special about the mug, then? Well, a couple of years ago, some geezer called Mugsy worked out that if he salvaged all those poor mugs that didn't make it to Utton, and made a souvenir mug out of their frameshift plates, it'd keep their beverages hot, wouldn't it? Hang on a sec. Let me get this straight. Some bloke invents a mug that he sells at Utton, that keeps your drink warm while you fly to Utton. Yeah. But that don't answer my question, does it? Why does anyone come to truck in Utton? Well, it must be mugs, mustn't they? Lots of people want Utton mugs these days. So everyone comes to Utton to get Utton mugs to sell to people who want Utton mugs. They're rarer than massive commissions in the war zone. Why don't they just buy those cheap knockoff mugs off Galbay? Well, because they don't want to work properly, do they? Their coffee goes cold. Filthy cheap knockoff pirate truckers. Well, I bet it's that Don, innit? So, what are you sitting in this bar for? Why ain't you out trucking? Well, I got mugged, didn't I? Okay, go on. Pitch reports here with all of the latest hot pit reports. But what does it mean? Sing along if you know the lyrics. When they see we're expanding, yeah, does the mean that we're all getting fat? 
Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and fault up cock and boob loving, useless, incredibly annoying truck and hot pit report? Here with all the instructions, hot pit report. It's time for the hot pit reports. Yes. So, um, Hutton's systems, the hot pit bit. Mr. Overlight, what does it all mean? Oh, ah, I haven't heard that for a while. That's rather fun. <laughs> oh, golly, the hot pit bit. Um, yeah, well, AVIC, isn't it? It's all about having it in AVIC. It's all about pew-pew in AVIC. But things have changed a little bit. Things have changed. Um, whereas pew-pew used to be pretty much um, shooting each other and that's it. Um, there are actually options for those that want to help with the war effort but don't really want to get their hands dirty. Um, so what the hot pit would like, uh, following our rather drunken shambolic weekend, is uh, Pew Pew uh, in Avic and some uh, missions. Any missions that have sort of got a war-like feel to them or passengers or trading in weapons, all that kind of stuff all helps a war effort. So, yeah, that's that bit. Do you want me to talk about other bits as well? Well, okay, let, so let's say you're, you're not into running, you know, gun running, and you're not into using them. Um, you're an explorer, and you're heading back to Hutton Space. Um, I mean, does I mean it used to be, obviously, that, that war meant we couldn't do anything with the data and just had to sit in your hands for a few yeah. years. What does it mean now? Can we use that data anywhere in particular? Well, first of all, I have to ask you, who is not into gun running? Um, but yes, I suppose if somebody were not into gun running, a situation I can't possibly imagine, um, <laughs> then um, your exploration data is useful in lots of our other systems. So since the BGS changed to being uh, an individual system thing rather than a faction-wide thing, there's actually loads of places it's really helpful. Um, so any system that's pretty much not in war exploration is useful uh, most of our systems apart from the ones that are too high i think you said earlier i think you uh, said yes. why, why is um just just thinking about it why is 055 don't do it there lp245 lp525 and star too high so don't do it there at all no that's i, I was going to point people in the general direction of uh ross 671 uh that's looking a little bit low at the moment barnard star as well that could do that could do with a nudge so if you've got Loads of exploration data, you're looking to offload it, um, that would be the most helpful system. But what I would say, if you're not sure, pop over to the Discord, pop over to the Facebook group, uh, ping the BGS. Or hot.forthemug.com. Or hot.forthemug.com. The yes, all-new groovy yes. hot.forthemug.com. The all-new, super shiny, super mega awesome hot.forthemug.com. If you haven't seen it since uh, it was the weekend it uh, switched over, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's looking very good indeed. Yeah, it, it, okay. it's, it is exceptionally shiny, and um, our resident coder, uh, Mr. Fusion, has done an awesome job. Well, I think it's turned into a team effort now, hasn't it? Obviously, Fusion is leading the team, but there are there are bonus coders who are now. It's a team of coders in, involved in this uh, this mighty effort. So, um, congratulations to the whole team. <clears throat> yeah, indeed. I mean, and, and you know, to pick up on what you said earlier, <laughs> not being needed, it's sort of how it goes here, isn't it? You know, somebody might start something off, and you know, a few people join in, and before you know it, you've got this great little support network of like-minded people who can who can step in, help out 
make suggestions and sort of make us stronger than the sum of our parts, really. Right. Well, thank you very much for the for the hot pity bit. No um, problem now, at all. And obviously, you can always tag people on the Facebook, as you said, and uh, ask the question. Basically, don't you don't need to do what we need you to do. You can do what you want to do, and we'll fit it in. You get you get the idea. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's all good. Gen- the, the 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 in uh, the game interface now gives you a lot more information than it used to. So if you want uh, if you want to see what will help, if you're especially if you're a member of the squadron, um, you can have a little look at what's going on in the system. It'll tell you what state we're in because the state we're in dictates what will help um, uh, improve our standing. Um, so it can tell you how to do that. But like I said, like it's on the squadrons tab, isn't it? If you look around on the squadrons yeah. tab, you can see all of our systems and what they're in and what, what's going on. Yeah, and basically, that's... if the numbers are low, make them higher. If the numbers are high, make them lower. Yeah, we're looking for somewhere between about 40 and 60 is the, is, is the happy place. Alvin's uh, happy, modest... Uh, middle zone he doesn't like to be too popular you know he's very very modest dog uh, but equally he doesn't like to be yeah, too no, that's a lie <laughs> that, that, that is a lie yes, he's a true. chart that is a he loves lie. the attention I, I i i had to hold on for him for a little bit at the weekend uh, around the breakfast table and uh, yes he was uh, he was soaking it up in in all his glory what you mean the sausages that people were dropping um <laughs> No, he's not allowed to do that. Well, look, thank you very much indeed, Commander Overlight. Now, Mr. Cowie. Good afternoon, truckers. Percy Thrasher here. Well, I'm not harvesting barnacles. I'm tuned in to Hutton Orbital on the wireless. If you've got marauders around your root vegetables, don't forget to apply a little bit of AX. Knocks them right out. is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burned rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved with this you should listen to what flossie says interstellar Hello, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. New CGs for the 11th to the 22nd of July. Yes, that's not a mistake. They do go for 11 days this time. Allied, Federal and Imperial initiatives for Witch Head expansion. The Witch Head Nebula has been confirmed as a primary source of meta-alloys following an, an initiative hosted by Aegis Research. The news has triggered efforts to swiftly establish a human presence in the area. Aegis Research released the statement from Professor Alba Tesoro. Having analysed large amounts of exploration data graciously provided by the galactic community, we can confirm that the Witch Head Nebula contains enough barnacle sites to meet the demand for meta-alloys. I am confident that these sites will offer a suitable alternative to the exhausted barnacles in the Pleiades Nebula. 
The airlines, Federation and Empire have already dispatched advanced teams to the region with the Alliance Independence, Securities, Purple Creative Corp and Leah B's Patrons Party coordinating efforts to establish an Alliance, Federal and Imperial presence in the Witchhead Nebula. Pilots seeking to contribute to this initiative should head to Judson Station in the Mazar system for the Alliance, Whale Station in the Air system for Federation, and Barlow Station in the Kaiaia Coal system for the Empire between the 11th and 22nd of July 3305. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before delivering palladium, superconductors and insulating membranes to any of the above stations, depending which one you want to support. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives News. Flossie told you what to do Hot and Orbital Pizza Because takeaway is a dish best served cold <laughs> Galnet News Digest, 11th of July 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Red Family Hit Squad Foiled. Ex-slaves cause travel disruption for a Port Isabel residents. Disappointing response to meta-alloy shortage. Cosmetic currency and fledgling racetracks. Red Family Hit Squad foiled. An attempted assassination of turncoat gangster Jan Sandoval has been foiled by federal intelligence agents. Sandoval, who is in custody at FIA headquarters in Olympus Village after turning herself in last week, was targeted by a highly trained hit squad of Red Family gang members, who used forged documents to breach the outer ring of security before being identified and mown down by members of the FIA armed support group. The FIA believes that this apparent attempt on Sandoval's life lends credence to her story. In a press conference, FIA executive agent Viola Trask claimed that it showed that the information Sandoval has offered to share with the FIA is genuine and poses a legitimate threat to the future of the Red family in the Sol system. Sandoval's testimony is being prepared in return for which she is expected to be granted immunity from prosecution. But isn't all this just a bit too easy? Is the FIA being led down the garden path? Why should Sandoval have chosen to turn herself in for no apparent reason? Is the FIA itself being infiltrated? The FIA would do well to take extreme care until the Red family has been turned into history. Ex-slaves cause travel disruption for Port Isabel residents. Flights out of Port Isabel in the Iotienses after freed Imperial slaves stormed the starport. 
During ugly scenes in which they wielded improvised hand weapons, the slaves attempted to hijack ships belonging to the autonomy anti-slavery group. In an unsuccessful attempt to leave behind the squalid conditions they find themselves in after being forcibly freed three weeks ago. Of the 4,000 slaves, many have been blockading government buildings, demanding to be given back their imperial slave status, so they can complete their terms of servitude and resume life as imperial citizens. The vast majority have been begging on the streets, with some success, prompting some of the more enlightened citizens of Port Isabel to open food banks, to prevent the slaves from starving to death on the streets. What choices are open to the city authorities? If they can't arrange for the slaves to be taken back into servitude, these freed slaves, who have no official status or place within imperial society, may need to be deported to an independent system where they can be used as laborers. If they're allowed to starve to death, they will only be good for fertilizer. Disappointing response to meta-alloy shortage. The appeal by Aegis Core for exploration data to help it identify possible new sources of that increasingly rare commodity meta-alloys has received a poor response, with few commanders turning in data, and only the barest minimum of the hoped-for goals achieved. With this low level of support, the Aegis initiative cannot possibly continue. Cosmetic Currency and fledgling racetracks. The Pilots Federation has hinted at what it has been working on, with good news for commanders who like racing and better news for commanders who like their ships to look good. Theo, the happy helper, will be there to handhold new commanders from September. Not only will he take new commanders through the basics of navigation, missions and piracy, he will also take them round a short race course with hoops the commander must fly through along the way. This opens the door to possible future custom racetracks using the hoops. Although nothing specific has yet been announced, hopes are high over at Elite Racers and the Buckyball Racing Club, which coincidentally is just about to start a new race challenge, the Seven Sisters Speedway, round the Pleiades. There will also be a new currency, the Arcs. The name ARCS doesn't stand for anything. Like all new currencies, its creation is a compromise. The name chosen by the chairman of the Pilots' Federation by sticking a pin into a short list of names. ARCS will be used for a bespoke tarting of spaceships and can be earned or bought. To celebrate, the multi-pack version of paint jobs will be made available to buy separately. So if you only want the orange one, you won't have to buy the purple one too. More impressively, commanders will also be able to equip new paint jobs while on a six-month mission to the far edge of the galaxy, while far from the nearest space station. This will not be done using a team of painters, dispatched to rendezvous with your ship. That would be silly. Instead, each ship will be equipped with a chameleon-like programmable colour-changing surface, requiring just a change of program and appropriate payment to activate. Of course, if you are on a six-month mission to the far edge of the galaxy, you can change your ship's paint job as much as you like and it won't make any difference. After a few months in space, the paint layer has vanished completely and all paint jobs look identical. 
And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Have you ever noticed that the elite all sound like Brits? Maybe we just sound right. Thank you, Mary. We're more focused. More precise. Always one light year ahead. With a certain style, an eye for detail. And we're obsessed by power. A stiff upper lip is key. And we all drive Ferdelances. Oh yes, it's good to be bad. Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as finding out that your extended family is trying to ride your coattails of success. We generally don't talk about Paige and Rampage since they ditched Texas and our family accent after we kicked them out years ago for refusing to drink iced tea one Thanksgiving. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them noisy crickets in a field, Commander Short Engineer 78 took the lead with almost 52,900 light years jumped. I hear tell he told his wife he was only going to the grocery store for some dog food, then took a week-long vacation to enjoy the silence. 
Thank goodness I weren't at LaveCon this year. Just seeing and hearing the Don on video playback was bad enough. So, great job to everyone taking out the pirates this week. But the leader in tearing up the Don's pathetic pirates is Commander the Bradigan with 20.7 20 million credits earned and accounted for. Great job, Commander. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Antarius Fusion with 812 mission points earned. Don't worry, he didn't get any points for the site redesign, so I heard uh, Miss Lael gave him a foot massage, though. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker on him, Commander Rod UW transported and sold just about 131,000 tons this week. That's some mighty fine trucking there, Commander. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Hunter Sage hauled 14,892 passengers around the galaxy and didn't even send one of them out into the void for complaining about the complimentary coffee. Our Thargoid Hunting Challenge, set forth by Commander FTM Mustang, has ended, with Lydia the Void reaching 10,000 kills. That's some mighty fine hunting you did there. So, while Lydia wins the major prize, that's not the end. For any other commander reaching 10,000 kills, there'll be smaller trinkets to win, thanks to FTM Mustang and his extra robot arms. Our top three hunters this week were Lydia the Void, Funky Abigail, and S.A. Salt, 1977. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds, as he was trying to get away from Texas at the time for not drinking his damn iced tea. But the fastest run this month of July is held by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour and 24 minutes even. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out, and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. But Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy, will come with a box of doggy biscuits to appease our furry and fearsome leader, Alvin DeFear. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck. And I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits. But what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lacon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. 
ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Casitastrophe in Earworm? Oh, for goodness sake. Casitastrophe in Earworm? Oh. <sighs> Come on, let's put your teeth in. Casitastrophe <clears throat> in Earworm Mods Attack. Excuse me. <coughs> and decided to avail him so oh, no wait 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh, yep, that's what we've done. And um and, and at least a second undeterred. Rampage has resigned himself. Have I been drinking tonight? Fortunately, due to a faulty cybernetic implant and Rampage, Rampage's karate. Catch. The Don isn't impressed about the loss of his wine, though. The apology officer had this to say. Is this uh, uh, an audio file? <laughs> yes, it is. And in fact, it's in the wrong place entirely because it was supposed to be at the end of the last article as well. <laughs> It'll be fine in the edit. Okay. Just imagine your one article back. Okay. Should, should we just maybe... I don't know. When should we... When should... The, the other half of this piece is later as well. <laughs> we... I'm sorry. All right. There you go. All right. Was that it? Awesome. <clears throat> All right, we'll move on. We'll find that in a second. Well, perhaps Commander Falco took his some ideas on what Hacktwing can get up to this week. And that's going to have to go over to Run VT on this button somewhere. There it is. Ready? Here is your Hacktwing report. And all of my windows have closed because Firefox didn't update. Deep joy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Well, it's it's, it's we, we, we're here. <clears throat> it's okay. We've got we've got some words from from Amelia in a second, and, and then some music. If you've got the music button. Oh well, music. I don't know what the music is because the goddamn script's going closed on me. It, it's 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 the it's the one about the black belts, listed under song one. Oh, well, yeah, I've got it there. I can see it reopened. Back in business. Let's go. Oh, I did. Whew, crikey, that was quick. Should, should we hand back over to Amelia there? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was a that was a that was a high energy piece, wasn't it? That was a track. Very yeah, funky. A, a, apparently, uh, Rampage wishes he was up training to that one, but he can't because he's lying down, uh. feeling sorry for himself. Okay, so, shall we? Shall we do this? Go on then. At an orbital radio, we apologise for the earworms, but it's nesting season and the eggs will hatch soon, so it'll be fine. Just, just because. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we'll ask Ventura just to stick it back in the right place. Oh, he will be doing the edit. Oh, he was looking forward to it when he gets back from, from Orkney. Yeah, but that's going to be another week in a bit. Oh, right, okay. Well, it's, it's okay. Tough a bit crap, you're going to have to put up my freaking editing. I'm going to cut you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. Right, well, it is time to go and hand over to the man with the incredible digestive system. Leaping into action like an 80s computer game sprite. It's no, no, you've, you've, gone, you've gone ahead of yourself there. That's I the next, next one. 
next next one. Make, That's make, the next next. One. Make make something up on the spot. I mean, we're not going to put you in the spot, but now make up something for Galnet quick. We did that. We said Commander Wotherspoon's a little husky. Where? Yeah, before the song, oh, said after man. the song, we're doing. Have the I interrupted the, yeah. the floor again? I was buying you long enough to go for a pee because that one's only two minutes and fifty three seconds it, it long. It wasn't. And I thought you know, one man can't pee that fast. Well, you know, <laughs> depends if he has to leave the room. <laughs> Right, let's just see. I'm sure I've got the button here somewhere. Uh, yeah. Oh my lord! That's the one there. It says it says Galnet on it. Uh, do, you, do you reckon if I press that, that the right Galnet will play? Ah, it's shot. <laughs> let's, let's go for it. Rather than putting Romelian on the spot, quick, do an intro <laughs> now. <laughs> We're visiting the Arctic Arctic monkeys. 